You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today, my featured guest is Lauren Cabello, and she is the founder and CEO of Leverage with Media. After building her own brand to a multi-million dollar company using the strategy she teaches her clients today, she saw other entrepreneurs paying thousands of dollars per month to PR companies and not getting any, any results, leading to frustration. With Lauren's leverage pitching system, her clients have gotten booked on the Discover Channel, Fox News, ABC News, Cheddar, Forbes, and many more. Lauren is here to teach you, Startup Nation, how to leverage your brand, your personality, your book with media. And she's going to show you how to do it in a very successful and simple way. Because you know, every guest I bring on, I really like dig in and say, like, stop making this complex and give us just the simple. Mm-hmm. We need simple. The world's too noisy right now. Our attention span is so short. Oh, there it goes. Squirrel. <laughs> there it goes. Right? Whoop, whoop. Done. Done. Yeah, done. <laughs> All right. So Lauren, welcome to your first 100K top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Uh, just go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Yeah. So I'm super excited. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I've been an online entrepreneur for 14 years. Uh, so I feel like a dinosaur, you know, in the <laughs> online space. I started off actually as a personal finance educator online, uh, you know, with with a website and a YouTube channel, and I built that business to a multi-million dollar company while raising four young children through using uh, media exposure. And so I, I launched three books during that time. The most recent one was launched by Hachette Media, and I really you know have have made that my living um, over the past 14 years. And so now, you know, I launched my media company uh, last year and now do the same thing to teach other people how to do what I do by, you know, using media coverage to um, leverage their brands to the next level using books. You know, there's such a pattern here in your story with so many guests that I bring on the show where they had a problem. They sought a solution. There was none out there that really fit what they were looking for. So they went and created it through trial Mm -hmm. and error. And then... Other people said, how did you do that? I want that. And then they said, well, 
you know, I can show you, but it's going to cost you $1 billion. <laughs> and uh, if you want, sign right here and become a client. And then they they built this successful business around that, around right. their own problem that they found a solution for. So right. really cool just to see, you know, at the end of the day, business principles are all the same, right? The strategies are different. Mm -hmm. The people, the entrepreneurs are unique. The struggles that we all go through as entrepreneurs are all the same. We struggle with the exact same things. All right, so Lauren, let's get into it. Take a yep. minute to share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. That very people. So in 2017, uh, I went through a really terrible divorce. Ouch. And, yeah, and uh, almost you know, lost everything pretty much. So I went through a divorce at the, the height of my career. You know, I was on the Today Show like every month. My book had just come out and was a bestseller, but yet my personal life was falling apart. And I think I was so into the hustle of entrepreneurship um, that, you know, me and my ex-husband just lost each other in that, you know, um, he quit his job to come and work for me. And that probably is what destroyed the marriage. And so that was a really hard situation. So I've been a single mom for five and a half years now and uh, still building my companies and doing this, you know, by myself and, and being amazingly strong through it all. But, it, you know, we go through a lot as entrepreneurs. It's, it's, it's taxing sometimes on our personal life. So that was a very difficult time for me. Um, but I'm, I'm glad I made it through it and I'm stronger than ever because of it. But a lot of people don't know that, you know, him quitting his job to come home and work for me is actually what destroyed the marriage. Yeah. I get that. You know, mm -hmm. that's rough. That it is rough. rough. You yep, know, some men, rough. some men, we want a, a wife, not a boss. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like, that's a tough transition. You know, it's <laughs> like I signed up for a wife, not the boss. All right. Yes. All right. Yeah. I have a boss at work. This isn't working at home. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, listen, mm -hmm. thank you for being so transparent about that. And I think that touches a lot of listeners right now who have gone through divorce, um, are headed towards divorce, uh, trying to avoid it at all costs because mm -hmm. of the babies, the babies. Yep. <sighs> listen, <laughs> it was I'm a, hard. It was I'm so a product hard. of divorce. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is what happens to a human being. After a divorce, you end up weird <laughs> like me. Okay. So just putting that out what there. If your, what if your parents are weird before? Thankfully, my ex-husband and I are really good friends and we co-parent very well together. So oh, good. I think my kids, hopefully, I mean, they'll have some damage, I'm sure, from coming from a divorced family, but we try our best. Yeah, I hear you. All right. It's all about what you do next, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's what happens. Yep. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, let's talk about, um, you know, year one, two and three in this business. OK, mm -hmm. so you, you're going through it. You, you got all the success in the media. You're on the Today Show once a month and then you're dealing with all this strife at home. Mm hmm. Like, how do you maintain your sanity through all of that and not drop the ball? in your business. Yeah. So there were a lot of balls dropped, I think. Um, so I always think about life in this, in this sense, right. Is that we're always juggling life. We're always juggling balls in the air, but some of the balls are glass balls and some of them are plastic, right? So the ones that are glass are the ones that I refuse to break. So those are like time with my kids. Mm. Um, 
financial goals, obviously making money and like paying my bills, you know, those, those are the ones like that I refuse to break. And then there's a ton of plastic balls that my house being clean all the time, you know, making sure that there's a home cooked dinner on the table every night, everybody's sitting around the table at six every night, you know, there's things that I had to learn how to just let go and drop those plastic balls. Cause I knew that there wouldn't be like damage. So I had to learn during that time and assign which things in my life were glass and which things in my life were plastic and just learn how to let things drop and be okay with them bouncing. So that was like my life. Right. Mm. Um, and, and so with my business, you know, at that time, I think I want to go back a little bit, you know, my media company wasn't around then. So I, my, my latest book is called the recovering spender. So my personal finance company was built out of, I was in a ton of debt, you know, in my early twenties and I had a really hard time. I kind of got out of debt because I learned how to meal plan and strategically like sell things to get out of debt. And I, I couldn't find a resource that taught that strategy. So I started my website to teach those strategies. And then when my book came out, The Recovering Spender, it really kind of, you know, taught that whole strategy in a book. So when that came out, um, there was a chapter in the book called like how managing or how stopping spending saved my marriage. And, you know, I'm going through a divorce as this book comes out and I'm like, no, <laughs> can I take that part we out? We need to do an edit. <laughs> yes. I need to take that part out. Oh, so, um, you know, it was, it was very difficult, but so going through the business during that transition and being in the public spotlight, like I'm on the Rachel Ray show all the time. I'm on the today show. I have like a popular, you know, YouTube channel. I have like, I'm, I'm doing on the outside. It looks like I'm doing so well. I actually removed myself from social media for a year, completely removed myself for a year. I needed a break to find out what balls were plastic, mm -hmm. what balls were glass who I was again, without the distraction of what everybody else was telling me yeah. and who I was. This is so good what you're saying. And so few entrepreneurs actually get this, uh, that they need to take time to detox mm -hmm. from all the sewage that's going into their head 24 seven, right? That we're either consuming online we're consuming it offline or creating it in our own lives, etc. And it's like, we need a break. Mm -hmm. We need a break. A good buddy of mine, he's actually on an eight-day silent retreat right now. Yep. Eight days, silence, no talking. Yeah. No media, no phone, no nothing. Up in Canada, snow-covered ground, mm. just doing it. And you know what that's going to do for that man? It's going to reset his life. It's going to reset yep. his priorities. He's going to come back with clarity. Yep. And he's going to take action and move things in a totally new and different way than he was before that maybe mm -hmm. wasn't working the, as good as he wanted, right? And this is what we forget to do. I've done this in my life multiple times. I've taken these detoxes and man resets everything. It's awesome. So thank you for sharing that with us, Lauren. That's pretty amazing. Thank you also for being so vulnerable about, hey, I had a chapter in my book that made me feel like an imposter. Oh yeah, to totally. Like, uh, yep. It didn't save the marriage. <laughs> Sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, that was very difficult. It was very, very difficult. And he was a, 
everybody knew that he had quit his job to come and work for me. Mm. Like, Man. what kind of he, uh, pressure did that put on you emotionally? Huge, huge, huge pressure. Because yeah. I was the breadwinner, yeah. you know, and um, I felt very responsible um, for for everything, you know. Yeah. So it put a lot of pressure on me. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was a very difficult time in my life, but I also look back on it as a gift of growing into who I am today. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And listen, I appreciate you just getting so real and transparent and vulnerable here, but you're New York strong, so you can take it. I, and am. I know that New York strong. <laughs> here we go. Exactly. Right. You know, yep. some of my listeners right now are like, oh my gosh, what is this? A counseling session? What's going <laughs> well, on? We can, I can be New York strong too. That's the thing is you, I put, get pushed down, but I bounce right back. Yeah. You know, that's mm -hmm. the thing, man. That's the thing. I really like the metaphor of the plastic balls and the glass balls, you know, as far as really getting clear on your priorities. Now, granted, yeah. the, one of the most important glass balls you lost your grip on, right? And and the marriage. And it's right. like, man, that was not your intention, but shoot, that happened. Yeah. Um, but the metaphor stands strong. And, and I really like that. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think, you know, Startup Nation, like what are those plastic balls in your life that you can let go of? your white knuckle death grip of control on mm -hmm. and find just some peace in sometimes good enough is good enough. Yep. Right. In those areas. And then what are those glass balls or expensive crystal balls that are just priceless? They're priceless. They're family heirlooms and you get that family heirlooms of relationships, right? Yep. What are the relationships that you just can't drop that you won't drop no matter what? Like get clear on that and build a business around that. Yep. Like don't try that. to fit those into your business. They will shatter. Mm -hmm. They will shatter. It's inevitable. Lauren is, you know, just sharing how that, hey, I, I protected all of them the best I could. One of the most important ones shattered. Mm -hmm. I couldn't avoid it. So, so that's very important. Build a business around those glass crystal relationships in your life that are priceless. Okay. Yep. All right, Lauren, let's talk about some money here. Come yep. on. How did you make the money? How'd you make the six figures in this business? That's what Okay. So we're talking about the first business, not the current business, right? No, I want the current business. Now. Okay. The current business. So the current business is um, I run a media company, right? So it's called leverage with media. And in the, so the personal finance company, I don't run that anymore. Um, I still own it, but I don't run it. So current business is I, uh, I take on clients and these clients come into me. I do 90 day sessions with them. Mm -hmm. So I work with them 90 days at a time around their book launches. So we do two months before their book launch in the month of their book launch. And I do book PR strategy. So we talk about how to get their books um, on television and I do all their book PR strategy. I also coach them along the way of exactly what me and my PR team are doing along the way. So they get a list of the contacts that I'm pitching. They get BCC'd on everything and they get two coaching sessions a week or a month during that 90 days. And this is the reason why I'm doing it this way. So when my book was coming out, you know, years ago, I hired PR agencies you pay like ridiculous amounts of money for no results. So I'm coaching them at the same time. And then I'm bringing in a, a PR agency to back them. So I take on 10, I onboard 10 clients a month 
you want me to talk about, or do we talk about specific numbers on here? Sure. Or what do we do? Like. Let's go. Okay. Get real. So, <laughs> so I charge, I do 10, 10 uh, clients a month at $10,000. Okay. Um, and so I onboard 10 a month at $10,000 and my overhead is not very much. Um, and so that's kind of where I stand financially for this business. I still profit um, around $100,000, uh, $150,000 a year from my media company. Um, the personal finance media company mm. is, I still have a profit for that, but I'm in the process of selling that website. Um, so, cause I can't manage, I, I can't manage both anymore. I mean, not effectively, this, right. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm a single mom Yeah. who sh I can't do it effectively. It's, it's just, I'm like, Oh, I'm, just, I'm not, I'm only one person. That's, that's a plastic ball right now. And I just gotta drop it you know you know it's um, interesting because so sometimes right sometimes like our businesses we think they're crystal balls and then over time we see oh shoot that was a plastic ball in disguise exactly. that i actually put ahead of a real crystal priceless ball right like this is important so this is important that we come in yep. with this so that business has shifted into a plastic ball and you're like you know what i need to drop this because it's yep. sucking my energy and I want to be putting my energy in the areas that matter. Okay. Exactly. So my revenue number for this year is 1.2 million. Um, that's the revenue goal for this business in its first year. Um, one this is million. your first year? With first this? year. Let's yeah. go. Yep. Uh, and the goal is to scale it. Um, I want to hit the Inc. 5,000 next year. Um, and then I hope to scale it to, um, 5 million, um, by year three. All right, let's go. Let's break this down. Let's break this down. All yeah. right. Cause <laughs> what I really like about this is you're in year one. Yes. You're in year one and you're tracking seven figures right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Unpack that. Like, yeah. like how did you get these first few clients at 10 K each, right? How are you consistently onboarding 10 new clients at 10,000 each per month? Yeah. Like, like, what are you doing? Yeah. This so is for the entrepreneur, that's like right there. They yeah. don't know how to make that jump. Yeah. So I think what's important is that I've done this myself. This is the strategy that I did to make my book a bestseller, right? Um, this is the strategy that I did um, to leverage my brand to the next level. So I know it works, right? I, I did it myself. So what we were talking about before about using what you've done to then help others do the same thing. I'm solving a problem. The problem is PR agencies are too expensive with little results. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm giving everybody that comes to me for this $10,000 gets a guaranteed syndicated national TV segment where they hit 66 markets. So that is a guarantee with them. I have a deal with a local, with a, with a nationally syndicated show that gets all of my clients on. Um, and so that's a guarantee. It's like a no brainer. <clears throat> so, um, I am doing a combination of hold pitching on LinkedIn. I'm also doing a lot of, um, communication on Twitter and I'm doing all of the sales calls myself. Mm. That's the key. I'm at this Why is point, that important to you? Because this is still a new business and I need to be able to figure out how to ace the sales right? The sales process is something that I can't outsource until I know exactly how to do it. So I'm doing all the sales calls myself. My close rate, like 
my prices will probably increase because my close rate is like 90%. So that shows me that my prices are too low. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I'm like, listen, yeah. <laughs> you're a New Yorker. You know how to close. Okay? Yes, I do know how to close. Literally to walk down the sidewalk and not get pickpocketed in New York, you got to be closing. Always be closing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Always be closing. We know how to close in New York. But also I truly believe and I know that my product is superior above everything else. Like I know that. All right. So right there, this is key for you, Startup Nation. See, Lauren has something that many of her competitors do not have. Did you catch what it is? She has certainty. Yep. She has certainty, not just confidence, but extreme confidence, certainty in her product. Mm-hmm certainty in her service. Why? Because she went out, used it herself and became successful with it. Yep. Like this is what so many entrepreneurs are forgetting to do or skipping because it's hard. And then they're selling products and services that they haven't tested or proven themselves because they gave up on themselves. Right. But and they're the first expecting person. other people to buy it and they're wondering right, the why they're person. struggling. Go ahead. And the first person you have to sell is yourself. All right, so this is important, right? So any product or service, Startup Nation, that you are offering, you need to make yourself your first client. Like you need to be the guinea pig who gets the results and proves it. Why? Why is that critical? So that you can have the certainty when you show up in the sales conversations and you then influence the buyer rather than the buyer influence you with all their excuses, reasons, and stories, why not or why it won't work for them. Mm -hmm. Like, is that is that on point, Lauren? It's totally on point. And you know what? Like, when I first started this, I wasn't 100% certain with the price of 10000 So I said, you know, maybe I should do it for like a little bit less because then I can try and get some people's success. And then maybe I'd feel a little bit more certain, right? So I lowered the price a little bit on my first few clients and did a beta group, mm -hmm. right? In the beta group, I lowered the price, told them that in order for me, for them to get into this at this beta price, then I would just need them to be a little bit more active in feedback, right? Give me more feedback. They would have to take a survey every month for those three months and give me their feedback. So those first couple of months with those clients, I got amazing feedback on how to make the product better, but I also saw huge results, which gave me the confidence to raise the price. And I'm even at the point where I'm like, my price is too low because I'm my close rate is like ridiculous because mm -hmm. I, I'm like, you can go out and hire a PR agency for $10,000 a month. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to do better for like, you know, less money. And I'm going to teach you what I'm doing so you can walk away and do it yourself at the end. Why is that good for your business model or is it not good? For me, I, this is why is because I want entrepreneurs to think of me and refer me to their friends, right? I don't want to be a PR agency. I don't, I don't want the pressure of that. I will be your PR agency for three months. And I will teach you and train you and coach you because you can do it yourself. And you sometimes can do it better than a PR agency. Okay. So I'm going to teach you how to do this while having the backing of the PR agencies and the publicists that I have. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it. I'm going to tell you exactly the process that PR agencies use. I'm going to give you all the secret strategies 
And then you're going to be able to do it on your own. Okay. And at the end of that, we do have the ability to continue PR services if you would like, but you don't have to, you're not bound in to that contract. Mm -hmm. But I want people to be like, Hey, if you want to learn this skill, like go and hire Lauren, because she's going to teach you how to do it and get you booked and coach you. Like when your book comes out, how to be good on television, how to be good on media, where to look for the camera, how to not be nervous, how to communicate with the TV producer. And then, then you can go and you can, you know, kill it yourself. And you don't have to pay into PR agency. Cause to be honest, I think a lot of them are a waste of money. They're taking your money and I don't want entrepreneurs money to get stolen. Cause I am one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I want my that. money stolen. <laughs> I was like, stop stealing money from my four babies. Exactly. Stop stealing money from my friends. All right. So are you concerned at all that someone's going to, your client, one one client is going to take this strategy and then compete with you and start their own little PR agency? Well, I mean, I have a contract that everybody has to sign. So no that, compete. So there's a non-compete. Yeah. Got it. All right, mm -hmm. cool. Just checking. Just yep. checking. Yeah. <laughs> Cross those T's, dot those I's, people. Yep. All right. So, like, I'm asking these questions, Startup Nation, so that you can think through, like, your own business, right? Mm -hmm. And do you have a non-compete? Uh, I also have an NDA in there. She has an NDA, right? Mm -hmm. And she's making her offer so bleeping irresistible. Yep. That it's almost foolish not to say yes to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, just the nationally syndicated uh, connection that you have, right? You're guaranteeing that their book is going to be nationally syndicated, right? How many viewers or listeners are going to see their book? 2.1 million, 66 markets. Okay, guaranteed. Yep. All right, so like, that's big. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a real question, okay? Because those numbers sometimes can be skewed, those mm -hmm. stats in the media. Um, what kind of results do your clients get after just that syndication? Their um, book appears to those 2.1 million mm -hmm. viewers slash listeners, readers, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like what actually moves on the dial for them? It's hard to tell because they are like the so what how you look at it is like book scan numbers right book scan numbers are what reports what books come out with and those are only reported once a week so it's hard to tell where exactly they came from so if we're doing a lot of media on launch week and that you know segment comes out on launch week mm -hmm. it's hard to tell if it comes from that one or the other ones right mm -hmm. i will say that we can tell after the the segment airs I do give my clients a, it, uh, a Google spreadsheet that has all of the segments, when they aired, when they will air, the viewing numbers, what stations they had, so they can go and check. And then we can retarget. A lot of times they put them on their Facebook page, right? And then we can retarget that Facebook page um, with ads to gain some of that traffic back, you know, in book sales. So there's, there's other ways that we can use that to leverage. Mm -hmm. That's not so much, um, that's more trackable. Okay. Now, when someone, uh, comes on board with you, right. And we're not promoting your business here, startup nation. That's not what we're doing. I'm just a curious 
podcast host. Okay. okay? Like <laughs> I, I like to know these things. So when someone comes on board, like, do they need to, like, how intense is this three month process? Cause it sounds like you specialize in sprinting rather than running a marathon. Mm-hmm. So you're going, you know, you're doing all these launches and stuff. And some of these launches can be very intense. And I know for me personally, when I've hired coaches and they push me to do certain launch maneuvers, I was just like, I'm not doing all that. Mm -hmm. Like that's a lot. And it takes away from my crystal ball called my family over here, Mm -hmm. my priceless crystal. So like speak to us about that. Yeah. So that's why I focus only with authors, right? Is that authors are more ready for the sprint. Mm -hmm. They are ready and they feel like their books are their babies and they block off that book launch time that like they know that they're going at it, you know, the couple months before and the week after that that's going to be a really busy time in their life. So I actually take stress off of them during that time because I'm managing all of their media and they're not having to think about pitching themselves out to media or getting themselves on television. I work hand in hand with their publisher. If their publisher offers media during the book, I'm working hand in hand with their publisher's PR um, firm and we're negotiating and going back and forth and have shared Google Docs and things like that. So I'm actually helping them take things off of their plate during that time instead of pushing stuff onto them. So that's why I only work with authors because they're prepared for that 90 day sprint because they're mm-hmm. it's like in their schedule anyway. Um, and then I'm actually helping them take something off of their plate. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. So then after you do this launch and all across the media, uh, they get booked, right? So mm-hmm. they get booked on different high profile media. Um, do they jump on planes and now they're flying to like the studio in New York city, you know, and everything. And like, what does their personal life look like? And for how long after the media is successful? Right. So, I mean, think, think one of the, one of the good things I feel like that came out of the pandemic was that everybody's willing to do zoom segments now. So mm-hmm. pretty much any television segment will do a zoom or tech television show. So they give you the option of if you're, if you want to do zoom or, or in person. So you decide what you want to do. If you have the option to be in studio, I always recommend that you do it because then you get to develop a relationship with the reporter. My clients, I do significant media training with them before they go on air, not just with what to say when you're on air, but at the end of the interview, what do you do? Like, don't think you're going to have a full-blown conversation with this people, this person. You know, what do you say? You just say, hey, thanks so much for having me on. Um, I'll catch up with you later or I'll send you a follow-up email um, if you're interested. You know, something something along those lines so that she knows you're going to follow back up with her or you just follow her on Twitter and just say, thanks for having me on just so that you guys can connect. And then I teach you how to follow up with them to get asked back again and get put in their Rolodex of awesome guests that they will call on so that when I'm not around anymore, they call you instead of the other person that was on that sucked on television a couple months ago. Okay. So that's my goal is to make you a great, an absolute great guest so that they want to have you back on. 
So then after you're done with me after the 30 days or after the 90 days, I want you to have a Rolodex of people that you can count on that you can call so that you can manage it yourself. Right. Um, or that if you stay on as a PR client for us, that we can manage for you that know you and trust you. Mm-hmm. So that's what it looks like after that. So you can always choose what works for you, right? You can always choose, choose your hard, right? And I always say that, choose your hard. You can either choose to get on a plane and be away from your family for a night as your hard, or you can choose your hard to um, not have 2 million people looking at your stuff tomorrow and complain about leads. You know, like you can choose what you wanna do. And you can choose not to do any of it. And that's fine too. Um, There are times when I haven't done media and I'm okay with that because it just didn't fit into like my single mom life. Mm -hmm. And, but I will tell you that if you get good on television and you learn how to leverage it correctly, it can really blow your brand up to, you know, amazing levels. Pretty awesome here. All right, Startup mm-hmm. Nation, are you learning a lot? Are you taking notes vigorously? All right, you should be. Let's go, let's go. All right, I want to ask you, what do you do personally? I'm going to shift gears for a second, right? Let's talk mental game a little bit. Like, what do you do to uh, strengthen, deepen uh, your faith, whatever faith that may be, um, and really, like, take care of yourself, right? So that Mm -hmm. you can show up in your personal life, show up uh, well in your business. Yeah, so um, prayer is a big part of my life, definitely. Um, Going to church on Sundays is a big part of my life. Um, Having friendships that build me up. I keep my circle very small. Um, If you don't support me in my dreams, you and and my vision um now i'm not saying you have to co-sign all my crazy ideas <laughs> you know what i mean because as entrepreneurs i don't know if you're like me you know i'm always i'm always like i got to do this and jump off a cliff and they're like you sometimes i need somebody to be like that's probably not a good idea lauren you're um, like that's it you're no yeah, longer my friend yeah, exactly I, I keep my circle very small, but yeah. I'm also, um, I started doing yoga a couple of years ago and I also do, um, float therapy. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but I'm a big proponent of float therapy, um, and exercise. I mean, I absolutely need to do that. So those are some things that I do. I don't drink, um, very often I'm, I'm, I keep myself pretty healthy in that aspect. Um, I, I'm not a very like busy person where like I go out very, I'm kind of like a hermit, like I work and then I stay at home and I like my house and I read books. I like puzzles. (laughs) I'm kind of boring. (laughs) Lauren, Um, one of your best personality traits I'm learning is your transparency. I'm very, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. It's very refreshing, actually. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, keeping your friend circle small is a success pattern of highly successful individuals, mm-hmm. right? Who you let into your inner circle is crucial 
Yep. To what you let in to your inner circle. Mm-hmm. Right? And what you let in is, will create the life you live. It just will. Yep. It just will. So like, I've been doing that, you know, recently mm-hmm. is just, I'm, I'm on a, uh, content consumption detox right now. Like I am literally, I've cut off all negative content whatsoever, mm-hmm. like everything. Uh, so if anybody's messaging me online, I'm not seeing them. I'm not answering. Like it's just mm-hmm. not happening. And I'm fire hosing my brain with positive only content. Mm-hmm. Audio. I drive to the chiropractor twice a week. It's a one hour drive each way. And, you know, at first I was like, oh, this is such a pain, but he's the best in the state. Ah, And then I looked for the seed of equivalent benefit within that negative adversity. And I found, you know what, this is a great time to just fire hose my mind with great content. And I got to tell you, Fire Nation, I, I called you Fire Nation, Startup Nation. I got to tell you that my way of thinking is shifting like exponentially over the past 30 to 60 days, like my clarity, my just certainty, confidence, everything is just coming back. Mm-hmm. And it's slowly you lose it, right? Don't you? You do. You do. And I have this shirt it's, or I have a sweatshirt. It's my favorite shirt. I wear it. I wear as much as I can before I have to like wash it. And it says, if I'm too much, go find less. And that's just... <laughs> That's good. It's just my, it's just my motto. Like I know who I am and I love who I am and I've worked hard to get to who I am. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm just built differently and I'm okay with that. You know, I'm driven. Um, I'm passionate. And, uh, if I'm too much, then like, go, go find less. Like it doesn't bother me at all. You know, so many people are writing that down right now. All the ladies are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to say that to him tonight. It's just. I also, I also for Halloween wore a t-shirt that said my own sugar daddy. So. (laughs) So you, you come up with these sayings and then you, you. (laughs) No, I just, I just find them online and I'm like, that's a good one. (laughs) That's pretty good. I had All to cover right. that up at the church bazaar that I went to. So I, I was like, I'll, you did. I'll yeah. cover that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So we're speaking with Lauren Cabello, and uh, she's been teaching us, you know, how to leverage with media. And uh, maybe you're interested in working with her. Maybe you're not. Maybe you just wanted to take, you know, vigorous notes and say, man, I could do this myself. It sounds pretty simple. Well, great. You know, this is how she did it. This is how she learned. And, uh, Hang on one second. My video's freaking out. Oh, yeah. I had to do that. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, cool. So, Lauren, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink oh, it. It's just for fun. It's like a game show minus the prizes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. All right. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur, running your own business, juggling the plastic balls and the crystal chandeliers? Being able to do whatever I want, whenever I want to do it. Yeah. Freedom, right? What's your least favorite thing? Waking up early. Dude, it's ridiculous. (laughs) And nobody's going to come and wake you up. This ain't, this ain't your mommy's house. Nope. All right. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of the human condition. What are you currently challenged with right now that either professionally or personally? 
I'm currently challenged with the fact that I am bringing on more clients than I can handle and not hiring fast enough. So I need to hire more people. Man, what a great problem. Yes. We're flooded with clients. We're flooded with money. I have a waiting list very long right now. <laughs> That's so cool. So. Uh, you didn't tell us though. We got to go back. You didn't tell us. Uh, maybe you did. So it, marketing. Mm-hmm. Your that's been most effective for you is what LinkedIn and Twitter, just referrals, cold, just referrals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, referrals right now, and um, so I've been doing a lot of LinkedIn searching, um, specifically like searching other Hachette authors that mm-hmm. are up and coming, and just talking to them about like their Hachette experience, and I'm a Hachette author as well, and blah blah blah, and then getting them on sales calls. That's cool. Is that how you got your first 10 clients? First 10 clients came from my network of, um, of other entrepreneurs that I had worked with, or, I mean, I've been in this space for a long time. So, uh, so yeah, that's my first 10 clients came from my network. Okay. Got it. Mm -hmm. Uh, what are you most afraid of? I'm most afraid of losing one of my children. What did you spend way too much time doing this past year? I spent way too much time doing this past year. Probably scrolling on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram reels. <laughs> what secret fear do you have about people? I, I call myself a recovering people pleaser because I used to really be afraid of what people thought about me. How'd you overcome it in 10 words or less? Therapy. oh my gosh therapy does work uh what do you wish you had learned sooner in business that the numbers matter and if you learn how to read the numbers the emotions get taken out of the game truth what's a new habit you're going to create this year macro counting What's a bad habit you're going to break? Um, uh, bad habit. Um, um, uh, so much pressure. Um, I would say you're totally not going to get the prize if you keep. I'm not going to get the stalling. prize. I know. I'm like, what is a bad habit? So, sleeping in, sleeping in. I like, I need a, I need to like reset my circadian rhythm and like get up the same time every day. I really <laughs> like to sleep. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Driven, authentic, and fun. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in your first business. Hot mess. <laughs> uh, not, I had no direction. And passionate and last question if you could come back to life look your family and friends in the eye your little babies and tell them only one piece of advice about true success in life what would you say to them the 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 only thing that's true success to me is how my the people that i love remember me when i'm gone Mm. Yeah, got it. Mm-hmm. 
this is your opportunity to give Startup Nation a homework assignment for this week regarding media. Mm-hmm. And especially for the authors listening right now, what is one action they must take this week in order to move to uh, closer to what they want? Yeah. So I always uh, coach people that if they want to get on like a local television show, go and find those local reporters on Twitter or Instagram, follow them for about two weeks, converse with them, message with them, and then go and find their email. You can find their email on the website most of the time and send them an email with a, with a pitch on a segment, but don't pitch them. Hey, I have something for you about my business. Pitch them a story, pitch them um, how your business can help their viewers solve a problem. So that would be their homework assignment is if they want to get media exposure, they can easily do it themselves. Um, it's a system that I teach about going and finding the reporters, conversing with them, establishing relationships with them online for about two weeks, then sending them an email. Hey, remember me from Twitter. Um, my business you know, helps people get out of debt. I was once in over $40,000 with a debt. I would love to come on and be able to help other viewers, you know, um, get out of debt too with, with all the layoffs and things like that. Like, I really think I can help provide value. Here are five tips that could help. Um, I would love, I would love to be able to come on and share that information with your viewers. That's how you pitch. Not like I have a book and I would love to come talk about my book on your show. That would get you a hard no. You know, I get those emails multiple times a week. Yeah, we do. We do as entrepreneurs too, right? And you know which ones you hate. So don't be that person. Don't pitch how you hate to be pitched. I will spam you. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Startup Nation, if you enjoyed this show as much as I did with Lauren Cabello, please go to Apple and write your five-star review. Go to Stitcher. uh, Go to first100k.com and write something kind about her. You know she's going to go and find it and read it. I'll find you and I will find find it. (laughs) She will track you down on Twitter and befriend you. And before you know it, you're going to end it. Never mind. (laughs) All right. So go do that now. If we like what you say, we'll read it live on the show. Give you a shout out like I'm about to do for Jay Carlin. Jay Carlin wrote great podcast, your first 100K. I'm a new listener to the podcast, but so far it's been so enjoyable to listen. Joseph asks insightful questions that make me think about my own ideas for business and really what my goals and motivating factors are. The guest speakers he has on the show are quality individuals who have a passion for what they do. I'm excited to keep listening in the future and implement the things I'm learning into my own business one day. Thanks, Joseph. Whew, that was a long one. Thanks, Jay Carlin, for your five-star review. Go write yours now, Startup Nation. And Lauren, where does Startup Nation go to get in touch with you? They just fell in love with you in a platonic way, of course. Um, where do they go? What do you got for them? Yeah, so they can go to leveragewithmedia.com. And if if somebody's going to be writing a book and they want to learn how to work with me, I have. Um, they can schedule a free call to you know, right on my website there, uh, on Instagram and on social, I'm Lauren Cabello. That's C O B E L L O. And so they can reach me out on all of my socials, um, under there. Hashtag New York strong, Lauren New Cabello. York strong. Let's go. Here we go. Get a t-shirt. <laughs> Even I want to see upstate. it. <laughs> I want to see it. Upstate. She's faking it people. She's faking it. <laughs> Lauren, thanks for being on your first 100 K. I wish you God's love, peace and joy in your life. Thank you. Thank you. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried 
coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on a bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently, like be done with the addiction, be done with the medications, be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.